Hello, hello, happy holidays, and welcome back to What Should I Do Next, a weekly podcast that addresses situational and physical life challenges that impact our overall well-being, interpersonal relationship, and life goals. The podcast is designed to identify and discuss, share and empower, improve outcomes, and have fun. I'm your host, Lolita Carter, nurse practitioner, clinical educator, and behavioral health specialist. I was driving, (laughs) as I always do, I think, and drive, and my mind began to reflect on an experience I had, oh my golly, numerous years ago, where I went to an extended family member event, and it was out of town. And I had to take off work at the last minute, which was very stressful in and of itself because that creates problems for fellow co-workers. And it was a financial financial stressor because I had to drive. But I wanted to do the right thing. They asked me to come. I came. But in my mind, I said, I'm going to not stay long. I, I And it's out of town now. I said, I'll stay for 48 hours, but i got to turn this back around because I got to get back to work and I have some other things I have going on and the person was made aware of this and as it was time for me to depart and drive back to Pennsylvania the person said I don't even know why you came they didn't say with the inflection of oh my god you came I'm so happy thank you so much they said it with the I don't even know why you came Now, (laughs) hair stood on the back of my neck and conflict ensued. (laughs) And to this day, the relationship that previously existed with that person does not exist. And the most that we say when we ever do speak is, hello, how are you? Good, bad, or ugly. Perhaps you can reflect on a moment in your life, whether it be recent or past, involving a conflict. And the question I pose to you to reflect on is, how did you respond? Because I know in my example and true example, I just told you the hair stood on my neck and I turned around because they don't understand what it took for me to get there. I was like, what? As you, okay, and you can kind of take your imagination So how did you respond in your conflict? Did you engage? I engaged. And I'm so so repentful that I did because maybe if I had known then what I know now, I wouldn't have engaged. But I engaged. Matter of fact, I started it. You know, I was like, what? (laughs) Um, If it was someone you had a relationship, whether it be family or friend or other, How does that relationship stand now? How was it impacted? I just told you from my example, that relationship, um, I would say it's just very, very in passing. Um, If it was in a social setting, such as a store, you know, did you let your light shine or did you engage or did you like become the person you see at this door and they're yelling and they're screaming, you know, especially this time of year of whatever was going on. That's, that, that made me think about that. It made me think that potential, the potential for conflict is high this time of year due to holiday stress, 
financial strain. Obviously, we're living in a time of uncertainty, obviously. And to that, you know, the fact that there's a surge in all of the viral illnesses that are in the land. Um, And, of course, media influence. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by media influence because we see so much that we get enraged. And, you know, it can create conflict if two people are talking about the same news reel or news feed. So, for example, I saw in the news... um, you know, as they put this newsreel and the um, the reporter was talking about it because it was caught on tape. So you could hear some of the audio. Everything's talk- caught on tape, by the way, these guys, these days, guys. So the man went into a wine and spirit store and he was looking for a particular, I guess, wine. And the associate said, sir, we don't have it. And the man was like, well, can you at least check another store? I think there was a conflict that ensued. So the man start throwing bottles in front of the register and he destroyed like $5,000 worth of product. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, that was caught on camera. So you can see the conflict is everywhere. So when I looked at that, I think, what is really a conflict? And it's actually more than a disagreement. You know, you can disagree. You can disagree with anybody, you know. You, you know, that's, they've been... We can agree to disagree. You can disagree. You know, I can have a conversation with, let's say, Joe. And Joe says, well, I saw it this way. I'm like, yeah, I disagree. But you listen how the tone, our inflection is soft. We, and we, we go on about our relationship, and it's a great relationship. But conflict is more deep-rooted problem between two or more people, and it dictates their attitude towards one another. Now, let me go back to my example. The reason why my hair stood on my head because I had been harboring and the person had been saying like things quietly for years that I would just sit on and I wouldn't respond to. I wouldn't engage with. I just let them have their way. And they just didn't seem, they seemed to kind of snub a lot of things. And so all of that was pent up in me. So, so it was deep rooted that I'm like, this will be, be the last time this happens so so you see what I mean it was deep rooted and it dictated how I came out like a lion you know and it arises out of poor communication or incomplete you know information or miscommunication perhaps to their credit they didn't know what it took for me to get there okay all right so let's let's leave it at that but the most obvious disadvantage of a conflict is the toll on the emotion. And that's what I'm saying. It makes you, revs you up. And this can often lead, and will often lead to verbal assault. That's what I did. I was a verbal assassin. And I I regret it because if I wish I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't have done that. I would have just verbally stated what I need to state in terms of, oh, it took so much to get here. And I do apologize. Like I would have handled it in that manner. But, you know, it can cause destruction of property conflict. Well, we in the news feed, and I'm sure everybody listening have seen newsreel where you see conflict and they start fighting or whatever the case may be, and destruction of property and violence. Ah, and subsequently, criminal charges can occur. And, you know, the problem then becomes... The relationship is impaired, which is why we talk about what should I do next that impacts our interpersonal relationships, right? 
Post-traumatic stress. Do you not know when conflict is played out in front of children, they don't understand, especially the school-age child whose mind is evolving and looking at so, beginning to have appreciation of social relationships. They don't get it. So they're traumatized, especially by those things. And so, and really, when you look at a conflict, because it's so deep-rooted and it's so emotionally charged, there's no resolution. It's all destruction. And, 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 and that's something we have to consider. You know, we really have to consider that. So, you know, here's the other piece of this. There's types of, you know, the types of conflict obviously are interpersonal. That's between two people. Intrapersonal, that means a conflict within yourself where you're conflicted. Like some people, the best example I can say is, I want to tell her what's going on, but I'm conflicted. I want to tell her what's going on because I know it may change our relationship, but I feel she needs to know. That's the most simplest form of intrapersonal conflict I can think of. And then there's um, then there's a, a larger one, obviously, which is intergroup conflict. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And the problem or the issues during a conflict are several events are in motion. One is you bring your stressors. You ever heard a person say, this is not the day and I am not the person, right? You're bringing your own stressor. So if I look back on my event, my stressor was I didn't want to come. I had to drive six hours. You know, it, it, I had to take off work. It financially strained me. And you're going to give me th th that? I mean, and you're going to tell me, well, you shouldn't have came anyway. I, okay, right? There's pent up emotions, you know, you're holding on to something. So if you get into a conflict with someone, that you know, because usually it's someone you know, usually unless it's in passing, like in the newsroom. You might have been feeling things about this person for a long time, and you've been holding on to it. That's, again, that applies to my situation. I had dealt with stuff for years, and I was like, <sighs> so that was kind of just like popping the pimple, if you will. And then there's, mis these are the issues that, that are also taking, in, like, taking place in a, in a conflict. Misinterpretation of a situation, you know. People, you, you, you know, if you get in a conflict with someone, you, you'll say, but you don't understand, I wasn't saying it like that. But that's not what they heard, right? Obviously, it's impaired communication. And so considering these things, especially during this time of year, first of all, it's the holidays. So families are getting together. Stress is going to be high. Alcohol may be involved. Conflict may ensue, right? Social unrest. The world is off course. Everyone is on high end. And personal stressors this time of year. Oh, my goodness. The question is, what should you do next to prevent or avoid conflict. That's the topic today. What should I do next to prevent or avoid conflict? Now, let, let, let's be clear. Disagreement will occur. And in some instances, conflict is good because it brings about resolution of problems. Okay, but those things should be handled in a good way. Okay, because conflict exists, right? I'm talking about when it's so deep-seat-rooted that it it causes an eruption of negative emotions that are not that are not channeled for resolution. Okay, and 
It reminds me of a Bible verse. Be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Isn't that interesting? So you have to realize and be conscious, okay? You know, if what, what should you do next, right? What should you do next? Realize and be conscious of yourself and your triggers. Ex- the memories, especially at family events, where a lot of interpersonal conflict and violence occurs due to varying opinions and baggage. So what should you do? Unload before you get together. Unload. Unload. Whatever happened in 21, 2020, you know, and and, and even early 22, don't bring it into 2023. Unload. Unload. Listen, if Aunt, Aunt Susie hurt your feelings, and you hear Aunt Susie still being herself and saying whatever she wants to say, regardless of who gets hurt, you can just say, you know what? I get it. I know that's a trigger for me, so maybe I'm just going to stop. Maybe I'll walk away. And I'm not going to take it personal because I know Aunt Susie's like this all the time. She does this all the time. That's her in-season and out-of-season. So let me just, you know... Let's just be clear, Aunt Susie's not going to change, so let's just let her, but don't let Aunt Susie trigger you, so know your trigger to avoid conflict, because otherwise, you'd bring that baggage, Aunt Susie, this is it, you've been talking this all the time, and I, come on, because then that creates what? That intergroup conflict, where now, family is polarized, somebody's going to take Susie's side? Her kids might even, and somebody's going to take your side. And then it's going to be a big riff, right? We don't want that. We don't want that. Or, in many instances, what happens at family gatherings? And we've seen this in the media. This is what I'm saying. People get together, conflict suit, people get shot. I remember in the summer, it was a child's birthday party. And family got in a fight, like argument, and somebody got shot. The two-year-old was shot, I believe. It was a child. You know what? Again, what do you do next to prevent or avoid conflict? Listen, don't respond. I wish, I wish I could go back in time, transport myself. And knowing what I know now, when the extended family member said, well, you shouldn't have came, I would have said, but I'm so happy I did. But I do have to go now. And then I would have left it at that. I would have not need to say much more than that. Because you're going to think what you're going to think. But to avoid avoid conflict, I'm just not going to say much more other than I had a nice time. Thank you very much. You know, hold your peace. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So many people want to, quote, unquote, I'm going to tell you what's on my mind. Remember, remember, we went back to the things that are in motion. This is not the day because of the stressors. Remember, remember, you know, you you have to just say, you know what, in your, in your head, talk to yourself. you got to talk to yourself. In this season, you got to talk to yourself because when you can't hear nobody else, talk to yourself and say, I get it. I'm under stress. This is family. i got to deal with this. I'm, I'm only using family as an example right now. I, I'm just going to not say nothing. So when they say, what do you think? They're like, I, you know, just shrug your, I don't know. I'm just listening. There you go. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. And stay out of it, right? Don't be part of it. Don't be part and parcel of it, right? Think about the consequences, and this is where everybody goes wrong, especially our youth today. 
and adults, because adults are shooting each other too. And this, this is the most challenging. If I get in this conflict with you, if I open my, think, now just stop for a second. You, I'm using, going back to the, the, the aunt, you know, scenario. If she's like, and you don't do this, and you don't do that, why? Well, or she's talking about a family member, and you don't dis, you don't agree with how she talks about them like that, or or you think she's saying one thing one day and one thing another day. Think about the consequence if you say something to her, because then she may, her voice may escalate, your voice may escalate, another family member may chime, and now we have intra-group conflict, and then people start throwing stuff, and then people start leaving. And then, you know, I'm not talking to her anymore. I can't stand her. She gets on my nerves. Like, really? Is this where we need to be right now? No, no. So think about that. Think about the consequences, the family rift, death, self-shame. Oh, by the way, here's a ghost. Because when you respond, let's just say in conflict and you get loud and boisterous and you begin using words that are not appropriate and you get all flary with your arms, guess who looks bad? You do. And everybody else is sitting there looking at you like, for real? Really? Right? And, of course, disruption of relationship. Now, I just gave you a family scenario, right? I gave you family scenarios. But there are other scenarios. You can be in the grocery store. And I was at the store a couple days ago. Again, the holidays. You know already that there is limited um, sales associates right? And the workforce has changed. So everybody's not as nice as they used to be. So you may go ask a question and they may be, their, their response may be less than desirable. The automatic response for some of us is like, what did you, what? Listen, you don't, okay. The other part, you could just stop. Take in consideration the season and what's going on. And you you can even say, is there another register? Would you like me to wait? Or here, better yet, you can just be like, in your head, I'll go find another register. You don't have to engage. You, t- you can prevent conflict in a social setting by not engaging. Right? Because if you begin to flare up, guess who looks bad? You do. And by the way, these days, sales associates, store associates, they're not afraid to kind of go off with you. They don't care. They'll be like, who are you talking to? They will fight you in a store. Conflict. Do you not, do we not, I don't want to say, do do we, because I'm part of, not understand that season and time we live in, that conflict, it is at its highest potential and destruction from conflict at its highest rate. You see it all the time. Look at the young people. We talk about, you know, you say they, they, they get on Facebook. We talked about it. They get on Facebook and then they have conflict in Facebook. Then they go looking for each other. Really? Really? So we have to begin to realize and be conscious of some things. And by the way, by the way, conflict is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's in the world. You know it. It's in the world, right? It's in the government. We see that in protests. It's in the communities. We see that. You may. It's in your neighborhood. Neighbor may be, you know, having issues with neighbor, and they have conflicts, right? So, so especially in Philadelphia, during the winter, 
because parking is so limited on narrow streets, they will put a chair in wherever they dig out their spot. If you move that chair, be ready for conflict. So, so, so that's what I'm saying. This time of year where conflict is all around you, ready to take place. But you can prevent or avoid conflict by understanding the consequences thereof. So important more than ever before. We, we, we talk about how do we prevent, you know, gun violence. How do we prevent? Why don't we start by preventing conflict or talking about conflict resolution? Let's talk more about that. For the, for the you know, children. Children engage in conflict, and what do we say? You stop that. You stop that right now. Okay, that's developmentally appropriate. But then we see fighting in the schools. Conflict. But here's the thing. They have pent-up stressors. They have pent-up emotions, right? They have things that they're contending with. They don't understand the concept of consequences. (laughs) They may not, may or may not have a person talking about, you know, how it disrupts and disrupts and makes them look bad. You know, in our older, uh, older population. And when I say older, I don't mean like 70, 80. I'm talking about 30 to 50. They engage in conflict sporting events, for example. Do you not know as sporting events? Now you have two teams. What did I tell you? Emotions. Emotions are high. Woo, we're going to win. Woo, we're going to win. But then let's throw in a little alcohol and let's throw in some some backdrop of your own personal behavior and then they fight. (laughs) And then they fight. Really? So this doesn't just apply to young people. This transcends all generations and age groups. I mean, you can even see the elderly some people call them cantankerous. I don't want to say that word, but they they are quick to kind of snap back to in a conflictual kind of way. So what do we do next? We understand that, that two things, because we are exposed to many forms of conflict as I already stated. Um, we, remember I told you a couple episodes back that we are spiritual and natural beings. Let's not respond in our fleshly manner because it it yields no gain. It yields no gain. Actually, there's a scripture that says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but a grievous word stirs up anger. A grievous means a threatening word, i.e., what did you say? That's threatening. What what do you mean what I said? Like I'm playing this. What do you mean what I said? You heard what I said. (laughs) Really? I think now is the time and this is the season that we all become cognizant that at no other time now, not only just due to the the, the holidays and where there'll be gatherings and substances involved, which is a setup for conflict. But also because people are coming with baggage, pent up emotions, whether it be in a social setting, uh, whether it be any place, 
you know, conflict potential is there. And I think about when people protest, right? So that's, that's, they are, they are opposing um, something, right? And we heard of peaceful and we heard a conflict where they're throwing, they're in each other's faces. You ever seen on television? They're yelling, right? And the police have to stay. Really? 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 And yelling does what? What does that do for me? Then the other person yells back, and then they start shoving. Conflict. Come on. You can still have passion about the topic. I'm all for it. You can have passion about your position, but you don't have to get in a conflict about it, right? You know, I think, I, I think when people are are like social unrest, for example, when they start throwing things and breaking glass and windows, you're you're in conflict with whatever happened that you think justifies your behavior, but it doesn't. It didn't. It didn't change the outcome. That's what I just told you. Conflict does not bring about a resolution in that capacity. The question is, what is it going to take? What is it going to take? You know, conflict is here. And it can have positive, very soft ways of resolving issues. But when it's so deep-seated, and then you come in with your baggage, and you come in with your pent-up emotions, and you don't have the tools by which you can prevent or avoid it, then destruction happens. Relationships are compromised or lost. To this day, as I stated, that conflict, we don't have a relationship. We don't. And I and I, I really wish we did. I really wish we had a relationship. I really do. And 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 that's what I mean by People don't understand the consequences. Some people will do something violently out of conflict, and they'll be like, I wish I didn't do that. And you'll be saying, I wish you didn't do that behind jail cell doors or while you're handcuffed or while they have your face plastered on, on the news. You know, it, it, it's more important to understand what should you do next to avoid or prevent conflict. You can disagree and not be so disagreeable to the point that you are like really like uh, being kind of a bully of of your belief. It's okay. It's okay to disagree. It's okay. It's all right. It's not okay to be violent with a conflict. It's not okay to be verbally abusive with a conflict. It's not okay to destroy property with a conflict. It's not okay. To be physically threatening or it's just not okay. So what should you do next? Keep in mind everything we do in this life has consequences. Keep in mind that you are natural and spiritual beings and you don't want to always respond in the flesh. Remember that. And remember when conflict is addressed maturely with an eye on a positive resolution, it leads to growth. It really does. But when it's I is evil and revengeful, it's not good. This has been Lolita. 
have a safe and non-conflicting holiday season.